AM 1060 KDUS Tempe Phoenix and KSLX HD2 Scottsdale Phoenix. This program is paid for by Good Vibes Media. Coming to you from a wrong turn off Route 66. Somewhere in the Sonoran Desert, it's James Out West featuring Ryan Rooks. Good evening, Phoenix and friends. How are we doing, ladies and gentlemen? James Out West on this Monday, February 6, 2023, Super Bowl week. We are here in Phoenix. It is in Phoenix, happens to be. Yep. We got a full got house a here. We got Rooks in the house already jumping in. We got Pat Stat running a little camera action day. We'll see how that works out. Probably not too well. Uh, and we got Aaron behind the glass over there, still repping the Pittsburgh Steelers, even though they're where my team is at home. How's everybody doing? Everybody good? Everybody good? Let's we'll start with Aaron this time. Aaron back there? Hey, hey, I Ron. think he is. I'm doing great. How are you? Good. <laughs> good. Put him on the spot. Yeah, we put him on the spot. He's pulling double duty. Hey, he's doing his stuff. He's pulling double duty. All right, Pat, how are you doing? Doing good, man. Yeah, it was a nice chill weekend. Uh, not expecting this upcoming weekend to be the same. So, uh, yeah, it was a nice. Uh, or this week, yeah. yeah considering, no, be, I, dude, I should have gone grocery shopping because I don't want to leave my house because the roads are going to be crazy. All the traffic here, which is welcome with the Super Bowl being here and Waste Management Open being here. A lot of business, a lot of economies getting a, a, a nice juice, you know, from yeah. everybody from out of town, across the world. I mean, yeah. not maybe not doing our end when it comes to, like, you know, Mother Nature with all the private planes flying in and out of here, but hey, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Taking up all our dinner reservations, yeah. yeah. You cannot <laughs> book teppanyaki, ladies and gentlemen. If you have tried, I've tried. There's, like, five of them around the valley. I've tried all of them. We're talking weeks in advance. Can't get into any of them. Oh no, I mean, God. not I'm at all. Hey, yeah, I'm not. Phoenix. I'm not. To Phoenix, that's everybody. the one yeah. thing that's bothering me. You start there. Hey, listen. As the old man would be, would be upset with all of this. I'm great with all of this. I'm just saying, if you're doing that, just if, for locals, just stay home and eat. Just that's stay home saying, and eat. Yeah, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. Running errands. I was like, I tried to run like a 15 minute errand. It was an hour and a half errand earlier. Yeah. Dude, this it's Monday. It, yeah, it's only gonna get worse. It's only gonna get worse. This this is with the ghost town right now. Yeah. Especially when everybody gets here. But, between tomorrow and Wednesday, for sure. All right. So Which I'm I'm grateful that uh, I don't have to go downtown. I was thinking it was tomorrow, but it's next Tuesday. Right. Yeah. The, the Suns. The Suns are on so, a road trip. Which I mean, for the city of Phoenix, I kind of wish, and for the Suns, I kind of wish they had a couple of home games this week just it to have. Been cool, just to have. More I mean, they, they sell the out every game anyways. Yeah. But to have the influx of all oh those like, people what, down there, it'd be so. Oh it'd be so awesome to have just like that. Into the Phoenix airport. Recently. <laughs> oh my god! You know how many people we would see in the back. Oh my goodness, that place would be stacked. We we may not get in. Anyways, all right. We only have one 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 game. I don't even one weekend, one game of football left and the season's officially over. I mean, this is Yep. The sports books are going to take a little bit of a dip, but then, you know, the real degenerates will get in there and you have, you know, basketball and we'll have spring training coming up soon. And of course, yeah. you can bet on spring training because who doesn't do that? So there's going to be a lot coming up in that regard. Mm-hmm. Um this past weekend we had the Pro Bowl. Uh I know a lot of people have their gripe with the Pro Bowl over the years because it's stunk for like the last, I don't know, 10 years or so. It's been bad. Last year was unwatchable. Um, Them deciding to change the format a couple of years ago with the dodgeball and, you know, the race and a few of these things trying to take it back to how it used to be. Um, This year's was different, but uh, Omaha Productions, the Manning Brothers got in. They basically took the whole thing over. They ended up doing a uh, flag football games, but three flag football games, so seven on seven. So everybody got to play. Yeah, and, okay. they, and they did a little bit different rules. They changed it. So flag football, official flag football people are mad because they did different rules, right? But the it NFL was, changed it to 
kind of match and kind of blend. I guess it almost two. seemed like the NFL rules were closer to the, my kids' I nine sports flag football yeah. rules that we would go see on I the weekends. Agree. It was very similar to you can only rush once. Uh, as far as running backs concerned, you can only get one first down. There was the to- the clock continue to run. You only got one timeout each half. There was a lot of you yeah. go for one, two, or three. There was a lot of similarities. Jalen Ramsey forgot it was flag football for a second. See now, but... if ladies and gentlemen, if you didn't get to see this, go on to YouTube and check kidding. out the highlight. Uh, what he's talking about is right at the end of the first half of one of the games. I think it was the game one or two. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter which one. Um, they throw a bomb to uh, Devontae Adams. He's about ready to cross into the end zone, and he's going to get his tag pulled by Jalen Ramsey. So he flips the ball back to Tyreek Hill. Well, in that moment, Jalen Ramsey's body just happens to be in the way. Yeah. He completely tattoos yeah. Tyreek Hill at full speed in the shoulder. Tyreek scores the touchdown. Doesn't lose the sunglasses, doesn't lose the yeah, hairband. Yeah. It was amazing. Gets the flag. Gets the flag. But I will, if you go back and look at it, I really don't think Jalen Ramsey yeah, yeah, yeah. did it on purpose. I don't think there was any like, ill intent. It just yeah. happened to be with Jalen Ramsey. I think there might have been like a reactionary like little lean in with the shoulder. Right but. at the end. Right so, at the end, yes. But I don't okay. think he meant to hit the guy that didn't have the ball. I don't think he meant to hit the guy that didn't have the ball. It was entertaining when it was the of a hit. You know? okay. Okay. So, here's my opinion with it. It was an amazing run, and Tyreek Hill got up and – Praise to him because he didn't get mad about it. He just ran across the, the, the field and was, you know, happy. Yeah. Ramsey dropping his shoulder right there that hard in, in a flag football when the whole point is like we're trying to protect these players at the end of the year, everybody's hurt. It was a little bit dirty. It wasn't What division crazy. is he in, James? He's I'm sorry. That was division. A, He's a 49ers did you fan. Just Don't say, forget that. Yeah, okay. That, I better chalk that up that to that. Did you just, you're over here it. saying it's dirty? Because you're seeing it super slow motion. Player. Stop. See, here we go. There's, see? He's got bias. Reputation, though. Yeah. Reputation, bias right hey, there. Man. It says, it says a lot I'm about just, reputation. I'm just saying. Yeah. But, well, the reputations are earned. Yes, I get it. Yeah, but like this, like this is the one time I give Jalen. Yeah, because I don't think the, like, he, the yeah, yeah, he did. Like, I don't I, believe I don't he did. I give him the benefit. I don't believe of the that doubt he he one. was meaning to hit him. Either way, nobody got hurt. It was, in that a, it was a fun play to watch. Um, I think that I'm pulling him back. Them, <laughs> and watch it in full speed. Just in slow I motion, it's ten watched, times worse. I watched it. All right. Anyway, the whole atmosphere was just fun. It was. General. It yeah. seemed like the crowd was into it. Now, my uncle texts me, drunken uncle, shout out drunken uncle, texts me, this is ridiculous. You could have guarded Chase. He was so open. These guys stink, blah, blah. Listen, and somebody said this morning on the radio, and I don't know who it was. I'd love to give him credit. Maybe it was Adam Shine. Shout out Adam Shine. I don't know if it was him or not. But basically saying that, like, if you're over 50 and you're upset about this, that's what they were going for. Right. That's what the NFL is going for. They are aiming this at 30 and under. They're really aiming this towards kids. Because let me tell you what. My son, Kale, who's been in love with football for like six days, he absolutely thoroughly enjoyed the Come entire— on. I can say that. Six weeks. Yeah, okay. That actually might be more accurate. Um, thoroughly enjoyed the the flag football games, The watching the events of them going through like the spectacular catch, even though it wasn't all that spectacular. They'll get it better next year. The balloon drop stunk, okay. But the other things, you know, he really enjoyed it. That's who it's for. It's right. for the next generation of fans. They've already got you, 50-year-old, 60-year-old, Chuck. Okay, they already got you. The NFL's yeah. already got you. They're trying to get the kids because that's the next generation that's going to pay the bills. Right. That's the next generation that's going to be buying and, season and tickets. When you throw pads on them and they just miss tackles anyway and let, and it's just bombs all game. It was fun. Like it's, you know, it's like a weird version of fun. football globetrotters, the old, it was the old format. Like it, that wasn't fun to watch. Now – and we'll get into the coaching. Okay, so Go ahead. What? I watched you it. retracting your statement. That was that's football, so I can understand where you're coming from. But the question is, is it flag football? 
I see that happen. That's, that happened. That's what. That's what. That happened arm... on Saturday at my son's ten year or thirteen year old. I almost said ten year old. Jesus, sorry, mean Kale. it's right. Oh, I'm just. Yeah, saying. I mean it happens all the time. We okay. all witnessed it. Okay, so. that's fair. So we I don't think it was that big of a deal. It's not like we normally have the same opinion. <laughs> right. So how, surprise, surprise. You don't agree with me on this? It's just a big deal. Or, no, first off, it's not a big deal, but it like it got a lot of play because it was a hit in a flag football game. It did. Now, it being the Pro Bowl, like they said, you know, there's all these guys that. They opt out of it, so like you have quarterbacks there that have no business. And granted, it was fun to watch Tyler Huntley out there and play and get to be involved with it. And he's an elite athlete, et cetera, et cetera. But he's not a Pro Bowl player at at this juncture, at this juncture of his career or this season. He wasn't. Okay, so that was kind of now the Derek Carr thing. I didn't agree with either because like basically he got sent home (laughs) and got fired. Usually, don't make an All Star team when you get fired. But with that being said. The nice send-off that it gave them. You know, they had the skills challenge, which NFL really needed to market this one better. Nobody knew this happened on Thursday night. They had the skills challenge to an extent for the quarterbacks and things like that. And in so, Derek Carr, in his final moments as a, you know, being in the Raiders, because this was in the Raiders practice facility, absolutely destroyed the competition and won that. And he had something very interesting that he said after the game when talking to Ryan Clark uh, that maybe would make people um, look at him a little bit differently. Listen, Derek, you've thrown touchdown passes in Vegas before. You've been on fire. Have you ever been that hot in Las Vegas? Not that hot. Uh, that's probably why I'm going somewhere else. <laughs> nice. I nice. mean, that's right. how fantastic that's is that, great, right? For yeah, him to be able to, and for I, him to I have do, the I humility. humility. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, Christ gave him some blessings that oh, day to be honest he but, but here's what i think is that if it was in a different town he probably wouldn't have played no 100 no but, it, but the fact that he wanted to give a send-off to the raiders i think that shows the respect that he had for that team he's a class that act town. guy like yes he very much is and that was impressive to be honest that line is going to get replayed for forever years. for like, people that didn't like yeah. him this made you but like you're him right though i honestly had no clue that was going on and the only reason i found out that even happened was because of that clip the next day because it was <laughs> such a like a great one liner yeah. everyone's like oh my god did he really just say that you know yeah and he, and he might not be right he might not have been that hot in las vegas ever so so and they have come in full circle i do think i agree with you with the the marketing needs to get a lot better obviously this is the first year they're doing this mm-hmm. They've done a little bit, a couple different types of. This is morphed into what they've been trying. But this to do. is like the biggest like change that they've had in a couple of years. Um, so we'll see what it does next year. I like that the Manning people, brothers were the coaches, and yeah. that they were in the earpieces, oh God, and everybody so could good. talk to one another. Like keeping it that live and and casual yet competitive because Peyton was getting pissed. I know. Oh, yeah. Peyton as was getting a, really as upset. a younger brother, it's great to watch. And to Eli afterwards, win. what yeah. Eli said, and I wish we had the clip. I should have been. I should have. You know, hey, that's on me professional over here um eli said afterwards you know this is the first time i've ever beat him on the football field so this is gonna be nice i'm gonna be able to right. roll over this hey, forever and, and ever and think about this look at the diggs brothers stefan diggs and uh and in trayvon, trayvon diggs trayvon intercepted oh you're yeah, yeah, that was a game. he did a no 100%. Look pass. it was, it was great but i mean doing, like you're gonna be able to hold that over your over your head yeah, forever great, like yeah. it, Thanksgiving, they'll be talking trash to each other. Remember when that happened? Every Pro Bowl from here on out, because oh it's not God, like yeah. they're stopped gonna. They're both gonna be Pro Bowlers for the next however future. They're yeah. that good at football. So do we mix it up and next year we do like Dion and the greatest receiver of all time, Jerry Rice? Jerry Rice shouldn't be allowed in front of a microphone for an hour straight. <laughs> 
I hate that chain of his. That chain you wore. Listen, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of things. There's a lot of things. But I'm saying, do you think they'll mix it up and do different? No, actually, I think that because the Omaha Productions took it over and it was Peyton and Eli, don't be surprised if it's Peyton and Eli too. I think they're going to, yeah, 100%. And they'll do some more things that's going to get more of the the players involved in this now. And again, they're making more of that. Take it back to Hawaii, make it more of a vacation thing, get it out in the sun, have it. Make it something that it used to be with this new found influx of kids that you got. Man, I'm super excited for where it's going because it did get watched and it was fun. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to KDUS 1060 Phoenix, home of Dan Patrick Show, which was out at uh, the San Francisco Giants Stadium for the week. Rich Eisen, James Out West, Ryan Rooks, and uh, the ASU ladies uh, basketball team. Please come back. Go Devils. Easy Sports Talk with former NFL and MLB player Ed Smith and co-host Javon Adams airs Saturday mornings 10 to noon on KDUS AM 1060. Welcome back to James Out West featuring Ryan Rooks on KDUS 1060. Thank you, CJ. As always, James Out West on this Monday evening in the Valley. What a beautiful day it was for all the visitors here in town for Super Bowl. Um, Some other stuff obviously going on in the NFL besides the Super Bowl, Pro Bowl being over and everything. Some of the guys opting out of it, like Josh Allen, deciding to play in the AT&T Pro-Am at Pebble Beach and uh, only to lose that to another All-Pro quarterback in Aaron Rodgers who won the whole thing. Yeah, that's crazy. I think that's – it's funny how you you see these professional players, and I I mean – I'm sure that that's a release for them. Like you see, Curry always out there. Mm-hmm. You know, Jordan we always saw out there. Charles well, that's the Tahoe playing. one. Well, I mean, just but Jordan was always golfing. Like it's, it's. I do feel like it's a, just a calming release, but it's also like focusing on the accuracy, and it you have to be dialed in. And those type of people are wired to be that way. So well, and playing golf on Pebble Beach is but always winning nice. is. <laughs> You know, hey, and he had to put up with some hecklers. You know, you had your guys, Stooge fans, asking him if, uh, you know, if he's going to go to San Francisco. He obviously said he's not going to San Francisco. Yeah. Uh, when asked, you know, in passing what by the Raiders fans, be? could, you know, Devontae Adams buy him a house? He said he's got the contract, he should, et cetera. You know, just being, being playful with the fans nonetheless, but not giving up too much information because, you know, why would you? It's not, and ultimately, it's not his decision yet. You know, you got to figure out what Green Bay wants to do. There's well, a chance Green Bay wants to keep him. I, who knows? And you know that Aaron Rodgers loves to play games. So he, everything he says has some subliminal. Oh, listen, we'll get into somebody it, later on in the but, show that's completely like that in a different sport. Okay. Just, so I'll tease that for y'all. What uh, one of the uh, fans asked him was, where do you think most of the people are trying to get you to or like are tallying? And he said that like, he put out a tally. Like, just to see where they go. And he's like, the Raiders are number one. So, we'll see. Because it makes the most sense. Because Tom retired. Mm-hmm. He has a familiarity with Devontae, obviously. Right, right. That instantly makes them a, a contender in the AFC. Yeah. Instantly a contender. because and it gets the defense out of the NFC, too. Gets them yeah. out of the NFC. That this would be a huge splash oh, for an organization that would need it. And honestly. You could, could you what imagine, would you give up? How bad would you feel for Derek Carr, though? This, I'm kind of... Oh, Derek Carr little, goes and they win a Super Bowl. And, and if it's like that's the in only that's the only Las change, Vegas because the Super Bowl's in Las Vegas is, next year. Hey, Aaron, it's just like a glaring. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. Oh my God, that's what's going to happen. It's just yeah, it says a lot about Carr. So okay, so let's say that happens. Let's just let's throw this out here. Way too early prediction. They, Aaron Rodgers goes to Vegas. They win the Super Bowl. Does he retire or does he keep playing? 
uh, he, he, he probably, well, that's a good question. Maybe. Nah. I'd say he retires. I would think right so. Right off into the sunset. Yeah. Why yeah. Not? The Vegas sunset. The way that he is, it's so, like, I, I would obviously, think so. But what, what, what it's going to take some picks. Yeah, it's going to take some stuff. Ultimately, it's, it's Honestly, doable. Honestly, if it happens to Derek Carr should retire. That's what yeah. I'm saying. <laughs> and Derek Carr, I mean, think about it. So there's what teams need a starting quarterback right now, and you can't say the San Francisco 49ers because they got two on the roster and one just happens to be injured. Seriously. Who you needs got, a starting who quarterback? Who needs a starting quarterback? Indianapolis Colts. Okay. Um, Carolina Panthers. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Carolina Panthers. The Jets. The Raiders. The Saints. Atlanta. The entire NFC South, actually. The entire yeah. NFC South needs a quarterback. Texans. Right, but you're going to draft. They have the number one pick. Or this, they have the two pick, two right? pick whatever. Chicago is number, so Chicago. Chicago's not. Are well, they going to change that pick. up? They're going to trade that pick. They got Justin Fields. They're not going to. Yeah, I would think so. It's but. weird, though, because those bad teams have such good trade assets, like, mm-hmm. and their draft picks are so valuable, but, like, Aaron Rodgers would never want to go to one of those teams. No, so. and he probably has a no trade clause in his thing. Exactly. So it's like they're out of it. As great as the like, Green Bay's, like, yes, give me your picks. You know, they're not right. going, you know, he's not going to the Falcons or, or no. you know, the Panthers. So no. it's Vegas. It's, I don't know who else. It's Vegas or, Saints, it's Vegas or India or the Jets. He's not going to, he's not going to. I don't think he's going to be in New York either. I'm just saying, if you're asking. Yeah, I think those are we the talked three, about yeah. it. If Derek Carr was on the Jets last year, they'd have made the playoffs. If Derek Carr was on, we talked about a couple of teams that if he would have been on their team, they'd won, would they've won one more game? Yes, they would have won one more game. You know what I mean? So to have that. To be there, like he's he's respectable enough, and he can play good enough football that he's going to end up somewhere and having a good season. I would think. Yeah, Derek he Carr might just depends. Pro- he might need to prove himself. It's hard to know. It's hundred percent hard to know. Hundred percent hard to know. I it, mean, because we yeah we were talking like huge on him. I mean, he was your black horse. It's the, weird. Like it's dark so horse. Yeah. I was going to say horse. I kind of lost my Sorry. confidence in Carr, okay. but it's kind of weird. It seems like he lost his confidence in. Car in himself, so like in a way, like I don't know, man. It's a it's a prove it season for him. Well, and Josh Jacobs is a free agent, the running back that led the NFL in rushing this year, that played for the Raiders. He said he would like to be back with them. I remember there was like about what six weeks ago, eight weeks ago, wasn't he like uh, I don't I don't think I'm gonna be here. You know, this is ridiculous. And then he's and now he wants to stay because he knows they're a quarterback right, right. away from being playing meaningful games. Yeah, they could host the Super Bowl next year. Yeah, Car needs one of those coaches, one of those like quarterback whisper coaches. You know what I mean? Would you? Because here's the thing, Carr either. So here's the deal: he either gets traded and then you, by so the fifteenth, San Francisco. When I say that, no, I, listen, immediately I did, but I don't think he that. gets traded. He's either going to get traded or cut by the fifteenth. That's what has to happen because either the Raiders are going to have to eat forty million guaranteed of money, so they're going to have to trade him before or, that, or they cut like him five. by then. And it's five five million dead cap. Yeah. So something's happening by that day. So I, I could see him on the Colts. You think they're trading for him though? I think everybody just might be sitting tight. Like, why would they want to pay the forty million? The Colts are maybe the not Raiders just because Ursay right. is in his like they don't even have a co- they don't even have a coach he's yet. He's not going to go with a like a vet like that. I don't think. I well, but I could just right. the Colts well, don't even have a coach yet. So they're what doing if he goes 17th to round the interviews. Jets. You could go to the again that if you played sense. with the Jets. If you'd have played with the Jets last year, they would have won one more game. They would have been in the playoffs. That makes well, that's sense. a question. So, like, you know, there's a lot of young talent in the draft at quarterback, right? And then there's a lot of veteran talent that's moving around. Like, you know, there's some teams that you know a young player fits your their role. You know, fits them perfectly. You know, for the Jets, they've done the young thing so much. I wouldn't want to draft and go young again. Like, they need a veteran. But some teams, the young guys just make sense. There's going to so, be a lot of movement in the draft because there's 
a lot of the teams that are up there, they traded and got their quarterback, but they're have, they're picking for the other team. Yeah. So exactly. they already have their quarterback. So they're going to trade down most likely. Right. Get a defensive lineman, offensive lineman, you know, tackle. Yeah, a corner. Like, so like where, where do you think the that. Colts are? Like, if they want, do they want a vet or are they cool with drafting? Well, I think they're going to do both. Uh, they're at four, right? Yeah. So I think, yeah, I see them waiting to see what's going to happen. And if the one, they're probably going to pick two guys. And if either one of those guys are there, I bet you they, they draft that quarterback. I mean, they want, they probably, there's two guys they're interested in. No, I'm, I say there's probably three or four top tier guys Would that you, are worth top four pick. No, no, no. As quarterbacks, yeah, I'm, I'm saying. saying. Well, they first have the fourth round, pick. Like, the, they have like, the fourth pick. Like, let's say top like ten. I mean, if you're guy, you're guy. But it's either C.J. Stroud or it's the kid from Alabama. Like, those are the two consensus quarterbacks. Correct, but it's in the, usually, in the there's draft. usually like a coach has a preference, right? Like they're like, look, I don't want to teach a young guy. Good, I, I want a veteran. You're you know? right. Like, it's a valid point. So, for a team that doesn't have a coach, right? And if the if they're all of the guys are still available, they might move down and then draft later. Which will give them more. If anything, I see them going from four to one to make sure, or from four to one to make sure that they jump two essentially. Yeah. Like, listen, Houston's in their division. Houston's going to take the set, whichever. You know what I'm saying? So if you're the Colts, aren't you jumping to one? But are you giving up? Like, what do you? I give up. I give up my first round pick next year to jump up to one because you're just giving up one extra pick. You're not giving up two because you're swapping picks. So you're giving up one. You're dead. You're uh, and you move up three spots. But if you have the right coaching and you have two players on Are board. Are you expecting the Colts to have the right coaching? Bro, they're doing 17-round interviews. Oh, no. They just interviewed the guy that works at Dunkin' Donuts down the street from the facility, I think. But, right. He has it, good right. leadership you skills. Do so you also think get, Aaron Rodgers could go to the Colts, though? I could see and it And that happening. they could still draft a young quarterback? Yeah, the because last thing you do yeah, is no, bring no. in Aaron Rodgers no, no, and draft no. a young first-round quarterback. Yeah, five years ago. I still wouldn't do but, it. But, like, Rodgers knows he's not going to be there for three years. I mean, he might be just finishing out a two-year deal and be done. will get offended. Now, the reason I reason I say that is because I'm just trying to draw some kind of, like, a line to that to the Colts would be, what if the Colts end up staying with Jeff Saturday? Jeff Saturday did go to Green Bay for a season. I don't think he finished that season, I, but it was under – he was quarter, he was center for Aaron Rodgers. Okay. I don't know if he played a season or he just played the training camp. was like, dog, I'm done. I forget. But I know he was there for – a stand and was under the yeah. so so there is some sort of a tie in there. Don't know if that means anything and probably doesn't. But just if you're trying to connect some dots to places, I don't know people want to say, well, to the Jets because of Nathaniel Hackett. I don't think he's going anywhere because of an offensive coordinator per se. I think it has to do with the team and their willing their ability to win now. Right? Can they win now? Out of all those teams, the Colts seem to be last. Out of all those teams that could win now, I think the Raiders are in front of them. So okay, but. We were saying a completely different story this summer. So before the season, which this season flew by, which was crazy. You're saying that one quarterback is not going to – so Aaron Rodgers coming into that building is not going to be able to put them as a contender? No, I think it can, but I'm saying from his eyes, what team without him looks best? What team on paper without Aaron Rodgers looks best? The Raiders, the Colts, right? I mean, the it, yeah. Saints, or the Jets? Pretty much known. You have, to, you have to consider what division they're in. You have to consider all of those things. Their yeah, coaching no, staff, and ownership, it's, it's also at that be level. It's trade, like, and what's going to happen with that. So it's going to be interesting. So, yeah, I, mean, all, I mean, we'll get more into the, all the movement that's happening. about the division, though. Like, you know, it's interesting looking at that division, how we looked at it a year ago and how we look at it now and how, you know, the Sean Payton stuff we'll talk about. Like, either way, it, it's interesting. 
Yeah, think about all the quarterbacks that were in there. And, you know, you like, still you have know, a year ago. Herbert. You would bring up that division, and you go, "Oh wait, maybe Aaron doesn't want to play in that division." You know what I mean? Like, but you know, what somebody mentioned it was like that's for us peons that don't didn't play professional sports and don't understand that they welcome. Like we would say, "Oh, they don't want to do that." No, they welcome that challenge there because they're Fair all. Enough. They're all egomaniac in a good way, in, in the right. positive way. Of, they're egotistical that I am the best. I, I can do. I know my ability. I'm so. That makes sense. I have so yeah. much confidence in my ability. Sure. Put me in a, in a vision with them. It's going to be easier for me to win so third MVP. He wants to be out west. Yeah. Beat him in the playoffs. And with like some of the best golfing. I think the Raiders make a lot of sense. I think there's a couple of teams, but that makes the most sense to me. And. and way things have been lately when things make the most sense to you doesn't work out ladies and gentlemen you listen to kdus 1060 phoenix home of the dan patrick show rich eyes and james out west and uh i do believe we are still home of the las vegas raiders see you on the other side welcome back to james out west featuring ryan brooks on kdus 1060 Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. James Out West, Ryan Brooks, Pat Stack, guy here in the house. During the break, we were able to check out the, uh, I believe it is the Super Bowl kickoff night being held at the Footprint Center down in downtown Phoenix where the Phoenix Suns play and the Mercury. Um, if you guys know what that is, that's uh, women's basketball. I don't know if anybody else does. But, uh, very cool to see them doing all the interviews. You know, I saw the Kelsey brothers up on stage, saw the boys, you know, doing their thing. I like how they have like the WWE ring. Yeah, it's kind of cool. You know, it's just Boxing another thing, ring, to, another thing to sell merch and, and have all this stuff, which is awesome. It's, and again, that's why they are marketing to the younger crowd because those are people who have been paying these bills in 20 years. All right, so let's finish up. The, and they're uh, not worried about it because they just got paid off of a lot of different streaming services. And more and more will continue to happen. It's just the way that it is. They, at the NFL, we've talked about it. What? They're king, queen, jack, 10, 9. They're everything, right? They're everything in the deck. All right. Let's finish up football here. Obviously, the Super Bowl coming up this weekend. Uh, all the events that are happening in the area that surround the Super Bowl, from concerts to festivals to, you know, food things and uh, the Waste Management Open, and you've had you know, all this stuff going on. But we do have a game where we have two of the – well, obviously, the two best teams this season, and you can – can't really argue it. They're both yeah, the number one. They're both the number one seeds, right? Yeah. So they're both the number one seeds. They end up being in the Super Bowl. They both won in a manner in which you don't really. I mean, some people want to question the the Bengals thing. Get over it, people. You know what I mean? Get over it. Get over it. The Kansas City's in the Super Bowl again. The question is, do you side with Andy Reid and Pat Mahomes? Because you know my my argument when the teams are so close, who do you go with? Quarterback and coach. What's that combo look like? Am I taking Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid? Or am I taking Jayla Hurts and Sirianni? Because everything else, like the teams are so evenly matched. Like that offensive line for Philly is incredible, right? The offensive, the defensive line for Philly is incredible. But then Kansas City has Travis Kelsey. Kansas City has, you know, a three-head monster at running back. They've got defensive players all over the field. That's a great matchup. What do you lean towards? Because I think I've already talked to myself. I'm taking Kansas City. Yeah, I. so I immediately, obviously... You want to pick the team that beats you, right? I mean, they handled us last week, and it was rough to to watch. Eagles look good, but their defense, I think, is suspect to downfield. And with all of the trickery that Kansas City is going to run, and you give Andy Reid two weeks with mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. I don't care about this whole high ankle sprain. He's fine. It'll He's okay. Mahomes is going to prove again why he 
deserves. To play on the other side, because I agree, but to play on the other side of that, I mean, Philly's about, what, they have the most sacks, like, I'm not ever saying in the NFL. Hey, they're lying. And they're going to end up having the most at all time. You know, maybe with this game, I think we talked it's about. It's going to be scary. Like, it's this going to yeah, be yeah. a scary offensive-defensive line battle throughout the entire game. Yeah, yeah. I think we all just want a good game. I do, too. And right now, I'm, I'm really glad my Philly family doesn't listen to this. So, um... Yeah, you know, when you think about it, James, like, I think kind of... Speak for yourself. Jackie Kenny listens to this, so I'm just letting oh, you know. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, going back and forth on, on Facebook yeah. right now. <laughs> okay, well, anyway, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I kind of think like you think. Like, if you think about the the quarterback and the coach, in this case, I like both of them. I like both quarterback and coach combo, but then I'm thinking experience, right? And Pat Mahomes, Andy Reid, they have experience in these types of games, and that's kind of what makes me want to pick them. So... Um, I'm leaning towards the Chiefs. In fact, that is my pick. I'm picking the Chiefs. So, uh, sorry, Philly. Sorry, Jackie. Um, so you're taking the Chiefs. I think I'm taking the Chiefs. Are, are you taking the Chiefs too? Yeah. <gasps> you know what? The, I mean, the, well, then the script writers are going to be right. Philadelphia's going to win 37-34. I guess the, the script got leaked. I don't know if you saw that. Well, on the that's internet. what I'm saying. Like, I could have had, I could have broken it and picked Philly, but I, I went with you guys, so Philly will actually win. Yes. Yeah. I mean, the, the script was leaked earlier because you know we were told that the NFL is scripted. Uh, Philly's going to win 37-34. Uh, it's going to be three hours and 37 minute game. Uh, Chiefs are going to be up 24 to 13 and a half. I mean, that's what that's yeah. according to this. And if so, this stuff happens, I, I <laughs> just keep it marked. I mean, hey, a, shout out, shout out, Jackie Kenny. Yeah, but hey, hey, Philly to let me know about this and show us Ryan's this point earlier about the Eagles defense. Like Brandon Ayuk was on uh, another podcast. I can't remember which one. But anyways, uh, he was. There's too many of them. There's too many football podcasts. Anyways, uh, we got yeah. Anyways, speaking of, check out <laughs> uh, check out James on West on yeah, YouTube yeah, yeah, and Spotify yeah, yeah. and <laughs> in iTunes, all yeah. the places where you get your podcasts. Anyways, um, so Brandon Ayuk basically said like you know he thought that the Phillies passing game you know you know they they prepared to kind of you know. I guess so go, showcase the holes in the Phillies so defense, right? Field. Right, we like were, so, yeah. yeah. So, like they 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 thought, um, you know, Phillies defense and and their passing defense was kind of suspect, but they didn't get to kind of do anything. Their quarterback went out early, so they he thinks that you know Pat Mahomes is pretty good, and the and the Chiefs passing game is pretty damn good, and that uh, Philly's going to get exposed. So um, we'll see if he's right. I can just see there's going to be a lot of RPOs. We're going to have a lot of little posts with Kelsey, and then we're going to have some outs that are just bombs. Like, they're, they're going to pick apart that back seven. Yeah. Or, excuse me, the back I defense. mean, you, we, like, like it's, it's just going to – Yeah. I don't – it, It's almost going to rely on how successful the Eagles blitz is, right? If they can get to the quarterback, you know. Well, they don't even blitz with seven. They only blitz with the front four. So they just let the linebackers be able to basically run. Not, not saying the linebackers don't blitz, but they don't always have to draw up the right. blitz to get pressure on the quarterback. That's a concern. Yeah. That's a concern. But again, with Pat Mahomes basically being able to throw the ball with his, you know, right kneecap out of, you know, like he can throw it with any part of his body. The guy is un- unbelievable. He's going to be able to make the plays, like right. you said. Granted, wide receiver-wise, like Kadarius Tony, I think he's still listed as injured. Like they have, they are suspect at the receiver level based on injury. Right. And so, and and you're saying Philly's suspect on the receiving level as far you know what I'm saying, like suspect to that. It's going to be interesting I mean, to see yeah. who can use their their receivers they more. Just, they just didn't get tested two weeks ago, right? Yes. Like Philly's defense didn't get tested at all. No one really right. saw it. Like the Brock Purdy went out really early, and so you know, and he couldn't throw with his. Wow. UCL. Of course, the Eagles' defense looked really good last game, right? So we'll see. But they've looked good all year. I mean, I mean, they're they're very good, right? But Pat Mahomes is very good too. And and if Brandon Ayuk is right, that like, and the you know the Forty ers were right 
that there is holes in the passing defense, then, you know, Patrick Mahomes would be the guy to, you know, show us. Yeah, and I'm not taking anything away. I think Philly, the 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 best way for them to win this game is to slow the game down, keep the ball out of Patrick Mahomes' hands. You got to run the ball, take your time, work your oh, defense. Philly, Philly's going to run the ball. Yeah. Yes, they are. And I tell you what, and I mean, Jalen Hurts just saw how poised he is and everything. As long as, as long as, like you said, they're able to keep the ball out of Pat's hands for as long as they can. And, and they're doing it. the same, and they're probably thinking the same way on on Kansas City sidelines. Is we got to hold on to the ball as long as we can. And granted, they can they can have a thirteen play drive, but they are kind of a bang 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 down the field, get the points, and then the defense is back on the field. Yeah, type type yeah. game type game. So now. It, you know how cocky Sirianni is, and I love that. I love he, oh, is, he is. I you know what I love about it is because he's he he's not from Philly, but boy does he have that Philly like the mentality of, you can say of grit. It's overused, but it's perfect word. He for does Philly. have that Philly grit, like like it's very noticeable and it's great. He the team mimics like they do mimic the head coach, like to an extent, like that. You know we talk about that same with thing in Pittsburgh. You know, like everybody kind of takes on their yeah. their head coach's persona, Detroit. so to speak. Yeah. Yes, exactly. We've seen in Cleveland go the opposite way. That's neither here nor there. Um, well, but seeing it, that, and then yeah. this co- this coach, this quarterback, Scar- sorry, and Jalen Hurts, as how poised he is and, like, nothing phases him. Mm-hmm. Like, you could see this being this team could win a Super Bowl. He looks like a Super Bowl winning right. quarterback. But am I going to go against what the dynasty or the destiny of the Kansas City Chiefs are going to be? Like, you look at it, they've been to five AFC Championship games in a row they've hosted. They're in the third Super right. Bowl out of that. They've only won one of those they, two. This is the third one. Right. Pat Mahomes is the next great guy. If the NFL is scripted, this is how it's going right. down. If I'm picking with my heart, it's Philly. If I'm picking with my head, it's the Chiefs. So I expect Philly to try and put up as many points as they can in the first half and push it down. <laughs> and hold on for dear life. And then slow the heck out of the ball. Do we know what the – and I'm sure the point spread's been up. I haven't even looked yet. Is it probably – it's on – One and a half. <laughs> My goodness. So it's one and a half. Kansas City's plus one and a half. Now you had brought up you'd said that there was That's like seventy four percent of the money was on Philly and seventy one percent of the bets was on uh, as far as the odds. Over but, under is fifty and a half. I just started to feel nervous for the kicker that's gonna have to decide the Super Bowl at the end of the game. Think about it. Okay, so which kicker? So it's either gonna be Jake <laughs> Elliott. Saying, Philadelphia's kicker's Jake Elliott. The or, most pressure in any sports situation ever. Or, a kick to win the Super Bowl, win or lose. On a kick. Um, oh my God. What's the, Bucker? Yeah. So is it Bucker or is it Jake Elliott? You know what I mean? Like if you want to break it down to that, those are your two kickers. I don't know. I'm who, just who, am I, who, who do I believe in more? Probably the Kansas City kicker. I could totally see it. Uh, it always seems like this happens in the Super Bowl to me, but I could see one team like Philly going up 14 points, 17 points. And then all of a sudden, it'll be a swing. There'll be a gap, and then, it, like you said, it'll come back. There'll be drama at the end. Yep. Matt Ryan is not in the Super Bowl. You want guys. the you want the ultimate drama. <laughs> the ultimate drama is think about like okay, we saw it happen in the in the San Francisco game. Quarterback gets injured, then the back the emergency backup quarterback gets injured, and then they're on basically nobody. Um, see weird things happen all the time. Kansas City's kicker got hurt earlier in the season, if I'm not mistaken, remember? And they their safety, mm-hmm. Reed, kicked yeah, a few kicking. times. Kicked kicked an extra point, a field goal, and, and a kickoff. Pumped. Didn't he do it? Yeah. And a kickoff. kickoff so, right. I mean, you want to talk about wildest things to have happened? What if he's the guy lining up to kick the field goal to win the game? 
Right. Because you know what I mean. Stranger things have saying, happened. Man, like I can actually like I, f- I feel the pressure. Like just thinking about that moment. Like I could f- I feel for that. Kid. Well, and like, we can talk about crazy stuff like that because it is conspiracy theory season when it comes to the NFL. Like they think it's scripted. They think everything is planned. I mean, it's getting a little out of control. Ryan thinks that uh, that Jalen Ramsey tried to kill Tyree Kill. I mean, you know, <laughs> it is that season. It is that season? You know why? Because the season's winding down, and with the season winding down, you're going to see a lot of sad folks that love sports. But basketball's ramping up. Baseball's about to hop off, so we will have things to take care of us, ladies and gentlemen, through the spring and the summer. On the other side, we're actually going to get into some of that stuff. We're going to get into the NBA. You're listening to James Out West on KDUS 1060 Phoenix, home of the Dan Patrick Show, Rich Eisen, James Out West. Whoo, I jumped into this way too early. We do have the Las Vegas Raiders still, and I'm excited for that for next season. I promise you that, because maybe we can get up to Vegas cover a game. Again, KDUS 1060 Phoenix, Dan Patrick Show, James Out West. See you guys on the other side. James Out West, featuring Ryan Rooks on KDUS 1060. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for sticking with us. The end of this evening, James Out West, KDUS 1060. We are diving into the next big sport that we'll be covering. I mean, we already do cover it for this whole season, but getting into it more in depth on the radio besides just the podcast. Speaking of the podcast, James Out West, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. All the good things. All the good things. iTunes, what? Um... Let's get into this real quick because one of the greatest, you know, there's been a lot of argument about, you know, the record itself. It doesn't carry the panache of, you know, some of these other things like, you know, the home run record in a single season or, you know, maybe the all-time win record or things like that. But LeBron James is about to break the all-time scoring record in NBA history. He's about to break Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's record, who when he broke it, broke Wilt Chamberlain's record. Yeah, I yeah, I almost got to disagree. I think this is a huge record. Like growing up, and, and just cr- the name of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was such a big name. Then why are up, you know? then why are we very then why is the media being very very being very lackadaisical about this? Like it's like yeah maybe well that's the media, bro. It, like <sighs> basketball fans and true basketball fans, I think understand how big this is. I think true basketball fans don't want to see it happen because a lot of people are LeBron haters. Oh well, that's not whatever. He's thirty six. That's, that's a type. He's, that's a subset of basketball. That's, fans. that's almost every basketball fan that thinks that Michael's the greatest. Like there's a there's a a huge divide between the two. There's very seldom do you have a guy that goes, so, I love watching Michael so Jordan. Drunken uncle. Yeah, well, some of those guys. Yes. <laughs> hey, look, he's thirty six points away. They got two home games this week. LeBron is a guy that definitely plays four D chess or likes to think he does and thinks twenty seven steps ahead. Still have to finish the first step, but he thinks that far ahead. Is it you break it at home against OKC? Who he's never scored more well, than twenty-seven against thirty-six. Thirty-six, yeah. Or does he score like twenty-some and then Thursday against Milwaukee, who was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's first team? Does he break it against them? You think he's that calculated? Yeah, yes, I do think. I think he thinks he's that calculated for sure. I think he's so much that calculated. Look, I'll tell you what, man. He better not sacrifice a win to like. Well, like, hey, I want to break it on uh, this day. Like, dude, if you're an open shot for a win and you're going to break it that day, break the record. I think I think he knows how to uh, to play in a game in which he could try to still win it and not have to score 40. The Lakers I really do. need dubs. Which is true. Yeah, they have no room for error because the entire West the entire West has no room for error. Like, between, what, like the three seed and the 27th seed, it's like uh, two games. It's like it's something ridiculous. I know I'm exaggerating, ladies and gentlemen. But being 36 points away, I think he's that calculated. I also think he's so calculated that he is he, you know, people were talking about, do you think he tries to do it? Yeah. Huh? Oh, between the three seed and the eight seed? Yeah. Uh, six games. Okay, and what's the difference between the seven seed and the 13th seed? Like one game? 
two games. Minnesota at 29 and 27, and then Portland at 26 and 27. So two and a half games. So yeah, there's a huge – I mean, there's – Look, you, you win two or three it's, it's games, a, it's, it's a like huge... A, it's like a two-game difference. It's so awesome. That's like, that's yeah, what's great about crazy. the NBA right now is the parody of that. These teams. It's crazy, we're yeah. we're going to see a lot, and we're going to get into trade deadlines. But I do think two of the biggest things why this is not being talked about as much is that, for one, the Lakers aren't winning right now. So they're not like to being talked about if if they were winning this would be so much more blown up i can see that um but it is also part of what you said i do think that just people don't like lebron there there's haters yeah, of that LeBron. sucks but i just i was saying the record in general like i always thought of it as like an amazing record right like i, I don't it's think unreal. anyone really i didn't think it was really going to happen to be honest you know and i if you know is, who's going to break lebron's record you know i don't see that happening for quite some time so um, I think it's a great record. I think it's up there with Babe Ruth's record I agree and stuff with you. like that. But if people aren't respecting it because they're LeBron haters, you know, that's on Let me put it this way. When Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire were, go, were running for the home run record, they were breaking into live TV and, and turning it on. Like, you were just watching the Wheel of Fortune. They're like, live at bat. You know what I mean? Like, I remember watching Dude, that. When LeBron James does this, they're not going to cut into live regular yeah, TV, I don't think. Every single person's phone will blow up. So <laughs> Yes, yeah, so yeah. that's where we're in a different Different world. Time, But yes. he also just passed, what, Jason Kidd and Steve Nash, and he's, what, fourth on the list in assists, too? Again, I mean, he's just helping the argument it's, of being the greatest player of all time. Now, some will say because it's a longevity thing, sure, whatever. But remember, when Kareem broke the record, when Kareem, bro- when Kareem broke the record, he was averaging 16 points a game. LeBron's averaging about 30. So, like, give you know, there's a bit of a difference in the game. He's not holding on. LeBron wasn't holding on to get to this record right. by any stretch of the means. I do think that he, he will wait until Thursday. I right. do think he'll break it against Milwaukee. I think he's only going to need like 10 points to do it, so it'll be more of the game to play so they can talk about it for the rest of the game. And I do think it's scripted enough that he does it with, listen, it's going to be the most watched video of LeBron James in the history besides the block against the Golden State Warriors. Oh, yeah. It's going to be the second most viewed video all time is going to be this clip of him. You think he's not thinking about what that's going to look like? Yeah, I'm great. I'm, so I'm is it going to be? Overtake that. It, it, um, it, this is his thought process. I I do believe so. Is it a turnaround jumper? Is it his you know signature tomahawk flying the lane dunk? Is it, you know what I mean? That's gonna. It, I think it honestly matters. Is it a jump hook? It's gonna be on oh, the same floor. Would, like be... all of those things matter. I really do think it matters because he's that calculated because he thinks about what it, the legacy is going to be. His entire being is about the legacy. Hence why I want to play with Bronny. Hence the billion do- or the lifetime deal yeah. with Nike. Yeah. It's about the legacy. He is that calculated to think about that. Yeah, I would agree. And he's that narcissistic because he was that narcissistic to think because Kyrie Irving wasn't traded to the Lakers. And that's a segue, ladies and gentlemen. That he wasn't traded to the Lakers, that it's it must be LeBron. No, dude. Joe Sy, the owner of the Balt- uh, Baltimore, doesn't matter, Brooklyn, <laughs> didn't want to send him, didn't want to give him what he wanted. Right. He wanted to go to L.A. I'm not going to send you L.A. I'm going to send you to Dallas. Yeah. And we got better stuff back. We got better goods back than they what got, LA they, was going to give us. Yeah, I mean, that's and what Phoenix was yeah. going to give us. I thought Phoenix's package of CP3, uh, Jay Crowder, and that was not a bad uh, was not a bad uh, package. Well, but now they're talking what about- they got for Dallas, I mean, you can't can't deny what Dallas gave them. So what they get? Two starters and two first rounders. No, they got a first and two seconds. Oh yeah, the Lakers were going to offer two firsts, but either way, like they got three picks instead of two, and they're trying to trade right now to surround KD. So the extra pick helps. Yeah, they you got know. good picks. Yeah. I mean, it's not they like got it was bad. Dinwiddie, something like that. Yeah, Spencer Dinwiddie, yeah. and they got Dorian Finian, Finian, Smith, right? So Finian, like Smith, they'll, they'll package like those picks for a couple other guys to try and make a run with KD, and so that extra pick, you know, I know it's a you know two seconds versus a first, like 
those extra picks help if you're really trying to get depth around KD. So and if you guys have been living under a rock and don't know what we're talking about, Kyrie Irving was traded from the Brooklyn Nets to the uh, Dallas Mavericks, which a lot of people are like, well, Luka's a ball-dominant guy. And that was my first thought. Luka's a ball-dominant guy. He's got a 38% usage rate. It's, the, it's almost historically the highest in, in NBA history. Kyrie's at a 30% usage rate. These guys have the ball in their hands. Yeah. So people want to know how that works. Well, we'll find out. LeBron and Kyrie played great together for three seasons. Yeah, and great together for three seasons, and they're both ball dominant guys. I think that's probably why LeBron plays. made that tweet though, because well, it's like everyone's—he's thinking everyone's scared of that combo. Everyone's scared of me and Kyrie being together. But I'm—I'm I'm, I'm thinking Luca is the same kind of ball dominant, like like LeBron. They said that Luca had to sign off on this, so Luca has to know either a he doesn't want to take those seven extra shots he's having to take every every day, or he knows that he's got a guy right. that can get forty. Look, yeah, another if, if guy they, that can get buckets. If they mesh, dude, they're a problem. They're going to be a problem. What are they, 28 and 28 or something like that? They're like right around 500. They needed to make a move because whatever yeah, they were doing wasn't working. Okay, there you go. So they're barely over 500. I mean. And Kyrie only plays 30% of the season anyway, so that works. See, now yeah. I'm going to argue about that because we're going to, oh, we don't have enough time about this, but real quick, you know, know, everybody making a big deal about him missing all those games. The games he missed was not because of injury. It was because of a city mandate that he didn't agree with, and people need to get over it. All right. People it, need to get over. We don't need to go too me, deep into this and all this me, stuff. Trust me, I'm not. It's a joke. It's not yeah. an opinion Let's to move it. Forward, man. The the like the guy is I crazy. Have to my notes. I he to makes, he, makes it up. he makes crazy statements. This is true. And so like everybody's holding it accountable. But then you hear like stuff that like Kanye puts out, and you're like, ah, uh, okay. The, he's well, not. Kyrie, people say Kyrie people say crazy is stuff. A risky trade. 100. percent And it can be a problem. And he's been a, he's been a problem everywhere that he's played. Yeah. Everywhere. That's not you can't deny that. That is fact. Everywhere that he's played, he's been a problem. Yeah. Right? And it's been self inflicted. So yeah. I'm not denying that. But with, like you said, if it's on the floor for the next thirty games, you know, because he's he's not signed through next year, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Dallas came real close to going to the finals, right? And and I say you guys, the Golden State Warriors, uh, we just found out like Steph Curry's gonna be out for a while. Yeah. That's a big deal. The injury is not good no. as far as what it is. I think it's uh, what they say he's out multiple weeks with a, um, was it like oh, my goodness, he tore uh, a, partial, uh, a partial tear in his knee. And I'm saying that with a – they put I thought leg. you were reading something. You're like well, asking no, a slow I'm clicking, question. No, right? well, I'm yeah. clicking on it because it says Curry leg to miss – Multiple weeks with an MRI partial tear in his ligaments. Yeah, but ligaments way, not, not good way. for Golden State. Not good for Golden State, exactly. And being in the West with the West being so tight as it is. Yeah, no, it was a, it was a great move for Dallas, right? They kept him from the Lakers. They kept him from the Suns. Like, you know. Those are good, other good like it's, <laughs> observations there, bro. Like, it's – and again, if they mesh, you know, they're going to be dangerous, dude. Like, that combo of of Kyrie and Luka, like, you know, I, you know, I thought – I wanted him to go to the Lakers, but I didn't want to give up two first round picks. So it's weird. It's bittersweet. I'm like, all right, we didn't, we got our picks. We didn't, but like the idea of LeBron and, and Kyrie back together with AD, I was like, that is a, you know, a big three that could win, you know, now. But, and I also thought it was a good fit for the Lakers because I thought LeBron can handle Kyrie. I don't know. I think for the Lakers, Kyrie was less risky because he's got LeBron, the familiar, uh, the familiarity. There we yes. go. I'm going to slow it down for you uh, with LeBron makes Kyrie less of a risk for the Lakers. But, you know, for Dallas and some of these other teams, it, it's going to be interesting. It's also going to come down to coaching. I mean, the reason that why they hired Steve Nash is because KD and Kyrie knew that they could handle him. Like, it was going to be their team, but right. he's coaching. So I think if you have a, a very strong-willed coach that will hold him accountable, I think he'll get a lot more than we've seen in the last few years. And, and it being Jason Kidd being that guy – 
you know, who's a respected right. point guard who got it. No, as far as right. players, yeah, yeah. players St- concerned. Steve Nash in Brooklyn, my friend. Yeah, I know, but that's different. Yeah, because they just respect point guards. That no, no, coach. no. But Get I think, yeah, but I think there's, that's a good point. Touche. But I think with Jason Kidd's a little bit different than Steve Nash. I do think so. Not on. I, <laughs> I know what you're saying. But the big thing with me in this More is. More experience. Yes. And what, like you said, the, the trickle effect of what it did with Phoenix. Phoenix doesn't have it. Now there was movement that they, they were trying to trade CP3. So what happens with that? The ownership for the Suns officially been voted in 29 to nothing. The Cleveland Cavaliers yeah. owner stayed we'll out of it, it because we'll you know why? Because he hates that. Yeah. Check us out. James out West. JamesOutWest.com. YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, all those good things. You're listening to us. We are on KDUS 1060 AM Phoenix. Home of the Dan Patrick Show, Rich Eisen, and James out west. Y'all have a beautiful evening. Be safe. Enjoy the traffic. Thanks, y'all. One love.